Good morning. Amen. It's a pleasure to see all you that made the effort to show up. My prayer with that is that it will be a blessing for you this morning. Tonight, I uh, here I go tonight. This morning, let's open our Bibles to John chapter 14. We're going through uh, with, with Brother uh, Jack. We're looking at the, the call and, and the discipleship. Brother, but to, today I want to look at something different. You see, uh, when God created man, he gave us in, uh, intellect. He gave us a soul. The soul is located in your heart. Okay? So the word of God, brother, goes to your heart. You know what it says in uh, Hebrews, sharper the two-edged sword, dividing asunder the soul and the spirit. Brother, that's what the word of God does. Now here in John chapter 14, uh, for those who don't really know John chapter 14, it is a profound chapter. John is describing what's going on with them. With Jesus, he's going to leave. He's going to tell him I'm going to die. And, I, and, and I'm going to leave, but don't worry. The comforter or the paraclete, uh, he says the other uh, a helper, which is one just like him, he says it's going to come and he'll be with you. And he says the world ain't going to see him, but you will know that he is. Now, brother, that's not very comforting if you're scared. You know, has anybody told you to to like you're you're on a roof or or you're on somewhere high and they say, just good job, don't be as scared. And you're like, oh my God, are you serious? You want me to jump? Well, that's what Jesus is telling these people. He said, I'm leaving, but don't worry, I'm gonna send the Comforter and he's gonna be with you. And you're like, yeah, right. Hey man, I'm a scared. All right, brother, they they were they were scared, brother. We're living in a confused, mixed-up world where good is now bad and bad is now good. And there's, there's no law. Everybody does what is right in their own eyes. And if you want something, along it's, it's under $1,000, it's okay to take it. Because all they're going to do is say, hey, you did something bad, shame on you. And we're going to write your name down. Ooh, that's really torture. Uh, and then take off. That way tomorrow you can do it again. And, it, it, and they wonder why is, is the train over there in L.A. There are just boxes and boxes of, of, uh, of mail. Not mail, but um, the UPS. Not, what is it? Amazon and, and the other guys. I don't know. Who's, <laughs> eBay. You know, they, they take whatever they want because nobody's going to stop them. And if they do, don't worry slap their hand and get out tomorrow they'll just do it again and sell it you know or it's embarrassing in LA on the sidewalk they're selling stuff I don't know if you guys know that but there's you can buy alcohol or you want TVs or you and it's all stolen and nobody does anything it's a it's a mess but anyway brother we live in a crazy world there's doubt in your hearts don't, don't kid yourself. There's doubt. There's wondering, if, you know, is it true? What's going to happen? These disciples were feeling that way. But Christ knows your heart. And he wants to tell us something to comfort us. In John chapter uh, 14, 
And verse, we're going to read a little bit more to get into verse 27, because that's the key to everything, all right? And there's some things that we need to really understand, all right? He says in John 23, And Jesus answered and said unto them, If any man loves me, he will keep my words, and, and my Father will love him, and we will come. Now, here we come. Listen, there's a lot of people say, Oh, we don't believe in the Trinity. Well, guess what? Jesus says, me and my Father, we will come unto you and make our abode or home in him. My brother, that's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right? And it says, and he that loveth me and keepeth not my sayings. And the words which you, which you or, or ye hear is not mine, uh-oh, but the Father which sent me. Okay, he's, he's saying the words that, that you hear. They're not my words, they're, they're God's words. Now, brother, who is Jesus Christ? God. He's equal with the Father, God. So, brother, we are hearing God's words right here. That's what Jesus is saying. All right, these guys are confused. They, they really don't understand. They don't have the New Testament for like, like us that we could understand and the Holy Spirit will illumine our hearts darkened by this world and the confusion that we hear, you know. In, in verse 25, it says, And these things I have spoken to you, being yet present with you. All right? But the comforter or helper or paraclete or the one who stands next to you, just like Jesus, equal in every way. That's what a comforter is. Which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father uh, uh, sent in my name, he shall teach you all things. Brother, in other words, through the word of God, you are going to learn or to get wisdom, for you could discern right or wrong. By the word of God, bringing all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you, okay? The Holy Spirit will help you or give you wisdom. Where does wisdom come from? From God. To discern, to understand, because Satan, I tell you what, man. He's a roaring lion, Peter says. He's a roaring lion. But let's get into the meat in the word here today. Into the meat. Verse 27. These guys, brother, are confused. They don't understand. They're scared. He's saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to leave you guys. But don't worry. I'm going to send the visible man. He's going to be with you. Right? Phony baloney. People think, oh, you guys just, just want to brainwash people. Just a bunch of lies. Okay, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, uh, uh, giveth, give I unto you. Let not or stop or don't let your heart be troubled. And don't let it be afraid. Brother, he's talking about having faith. Having faith. Having faith in God. In this confused and mixed up world, he's telling us to have faith. He said, number one, in verse 27, 
peace I leave with you. Peace. Uh, not shalom. That shalom, that's the Old Testament for peace. It's Irene, Irene. That's a New Testament word for peace. Now, this peace, brother, it's not like the world. You see, this is different peace. You guys got to understand what he is talking about. And I want you guys to understand what he's talking about. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. Because this peace is something that is added to you. This peace is not something that comes out of you. This peace is something that is given to you. Okay? Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Paul talking here. And he says, therefore, being justified by faith, we, you, have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Brother, it's important that you have peace with God. Do you know you are God's enemy if you don't have Christ in your, as your Savior? Do you know, I, I gave the example in the Spanish, that Ukraine has their, their uh, Russian army right at their border, and they have their army right at the border, and they are at odds with one another? Brother, that's how we are with God. We put up our defenses against God. God tells us something, and we say, no way. And I have my excuse why. We have our armies based, uh, ready to fight, to, to go against whatever, whatever uh, uh, God wants us to do. And, brother, we justify it. If you talk to a Russian, he's going to justify why they're going in there. They say, hey, that is our country, they stole it. We're just getting back what belongs to us. And if you talk to a Ukrainian, he's going to say, no, we are independent. We want to be free. So we all justify ourselves. But let's go to uh, uh, Romans chapter 5. Let's go uh, read uh, um, from uh, verse 9, 5. Let's go to 9 and 10. Much more than being now justified, by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For, for when we were enemies, now we were against God. When, when they were telling me about salvation, I was saying, no, I don't need it, right? When I, when I tell brothers about being baptized, they say, no, I don't, I, no, I, I don't need it. I'm already saved. What for, right? So they say, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Brother, we, we were saved. We were reconciled to God by the death of Jesus Christ. Brother, what did it have to do with it, with me? Nothing. It was a decision made by God. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So there has been reconciliation. There is a peace treaty. No more we are at odds. Take your, take your weapons away. You don't have to fight against God. He is now your friend. He wants to help you out in life. Right? 
But there's sometimes we still don't understand that. We, we, you know, sometimes, hey, I'm a hard head, you know. I want to fight. But reconciliation, we are at peace. We are at peace. How? By the blood of Jesus Christ. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's look at it just a little bit more. Let's go uh, Colossians 1. Colossians 1. I want, uh, I want you guys to understand this. God, I better hurry up because I'm going to run out of time. And I got a lot to show. Colossians chapter 1, verse 20 through 22. Colossians 1. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say whether they be in earth or things in, in heaven. And you who were sometimes alienated. In other words, we had nothing to do. We were aliens. We, had no, we were not children of Israel. There's no promise given to us. There is nothing, but, but God, is, it, it says there, and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now he has reconciled us. Brother, I'm going to stop there because I don't want to go too on. But he uh, uh, reconciled us by his blood. Brother, we, we are no longer at war against, against God. There has been a peace treaty made. God made a peace treaty through the blood of Jesus Christ. So Christ in, in John chapter 14 is telling them, I'm going to leave you peace. You have the Father now. That, that you could call on, you know? And that's what he was telling them. I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit. Brother, your God is on your side. And he gave you, he's given you a helper. Because he knows in this world, people are going to uh, lead you the wrong way. You're going to have turmoil in your heart. And he says you're going to be afraid. But I, I'm going to give you the paraclete, peace. Brother, you have peace. But no, he goes on a little bit further. He says there in verse 27, my peace I give unto you. My peace I give. Now, brother, that's a little bit deeper now. Remember, Jesus is God. And God is saying, I'm going to give you the peace that belongs to me. God is, Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. And he wants to give you peace in your life, Christian brothers. You as a Christian brother, brother, let's be honest, we all have problems. And we wonder, oh my God, you know, am I going to make it through this one? Oh God, you know, please be with me. We have problems. But God says, I want to give you peace through the problems. Brother, do you have peace through problems? Brother, God wants to give you that peace. He says, my peace. Now, brother, you understand Jesus was telling him, I'm going to die. I'm going away. I'm going to the Father. They're going to kill me. But I'm going to give you my peace. For the joy, it says in Hebrews chapter 12, for the joy set before him. He went to the cross. Brother, he was through troubles. They were going to beat him and whip him and laugh at him and, and just pain. But he said, I have joy. I have joy. 
Do you want this joy? In the middle of torture, do you want this joy? Jesus says, I want to give it to you. It's yours, this joy. You could, you could have it. Uh, uh, but there's a little caveat. Right? <laughs> Don't think because uh, uh, take two pills and call me in the morning or play this cassette or all night in the morning, you're going to be problem free. No, brother. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. But don't be afraid, because I have overcome the world, right? Brother, it takes faith. It takes faith to have the peace that Jesus wants to give you. Because right now, you have peace with God, whether you know it or not. You have peace with God, but Christ wants you to work out, bring out this peace. And this peace, brother, is divine peace comes from God, is produced by your faith in action. Produce this peace. You say, what? Yes. Going through troubles, exercising your faith in God will produce peace. Will produce peace in your life. Peace that the world doesn't understand. You have to, you have to go through the ringer in order to find out. You know, remember, like I said, you're up on a roof or somewhere high, and it, it's safe. But, man, you're scared. And they say, jump. Go ahead and just jump. Man, you're not, you have no idea, you know, what's it going to be like. Just do it. And you're like, I'm afraid. <laughs> Brother, it's the same thing. You're going to have problems. But it's, it is to exercise your faith where you have 100% complete trust in God. And brother, that's not easy. That is not easy. Let's go to John chapter 19. Just to, for you to have an idea, what is this nut talking about? Look, let's go to John chapter 19. Jesus is, is, uh, was taken to Pilate, and, uh, and they were going to... Um, and, 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 and Pilate was going to judge him to see whether, yes, he is or, uh, or uh, he is a, 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 a traitor. I'm sorry, I lost my. All right. And, uh, and Pilate uh, goes to Jesus. I'm looking for the verse because I thought I had it written down. Oh, I'm sorry, 10 and 11. And, and and he goes, to wonder, I'm in 18, okay, 10 and 11. Pilate goes to Jesus, and he asks him, you know, hey, is it, you know, they say you're the king of the Jews, you know, uh, is it true or what? And Jesus didn't say anything. Verse 10, Pilate, it says there, then said Pilate unto him, speakest thou not to me? He said, don't, don't you know who I am? I have the power to kill you or to release you, what he's saying, all right? This is layman term. This is Junior's term. And, but, and, brother, Jesus beat up, bleeding, looking at him, says, you don't have no power. At, uh, uh, you don't have no power at all against me, except it was given to you from God above. God is in control. Brother, do you have that faith? 
Do you have that faith? God is in, Junior's going wrong. Don't you know what's happening? And you say, no, I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. Brother, you want that peace? Come from a complete trust in God. A complete trust in God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. Because trust will produce, uh, uh, trust will produce uh, action. And that will, and during your work, what God called you to do, you're going to have peace. Let's go to uh, Romans chapter 2. We're going to read from verse 8 through 9, uh, 10, I'm sorry. Eight through, uh, Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 10. Through 10, I said 9, 10. Talking about salvation. It says, for by grace, your undeserved merit, nothing you could do, you were saved through faith. That's what you have to do, is put your faith in God. It says, and not of yourself, this is a gift. It's a gift from God. Jesus said, I want to give you this. I want to give you this. It says, not of works, lest any man should boast. Not because of you're somebody special. It says, for we are his workmanship, his creation. You are individual. People will say, oh, you know, Junior, uh, uh, your grandson looks just like you. And I say, no, he is an individual. God made him special, right? Fathers, understand your kid was made by God, not by an accident. He was made by God. Why? I don't know, but God created him for a purpose. And brothers, you are created by God for a purpose. You see, he says you are his creation in Christ Jesus for what? For good works, which God has before ordained or God has set. In the course of, of life, in, uh, not our lives, but in the course of this uh, generation or, or the, the, the church age or whatever you want to say it, God has set it in motion that we should, it's up to us, we make the choice, walk in them. God has created you. Now, brother, you want to know how you're going to walk in them? Walk by faith. Walk in the spirit. Through faith. Trust. Jesus, these disciples were scared. They didn't understand. Jesus said, look, I'm going to, look, at number one, you already have peace with God. You, you have God on your side. And now God wants to give you an inner peace in your heart, which comes, brother, by action. By you, not just listening, but performing, doing, and in the midst of your doing, you're going to have peace that the world doesn't know. Nobody's going to know the peace you have. You can say, oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus, right? Thank you, Jesus, that through what happened, I know that you love me, right? I don't think. I don't wonder. I know. And he says, stop. Stop. Uh, uh, stop letting your heart. Now, brother, what is a heart? 
Is it just that muscle that pushes blood? No. It is the center. It is the seed of emotion. When you, when you say, oh, I love you with all my heart. Oh, I love it. With, you know, it's where, where your spirit and your soul is, is in your heart. And he said, don't let your heart, your inside, your feelings, your emotions be troubled. Don't let it, don't let it uh, 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 just uh, uh, make you do stupid things. People, brother, I tell you what, because they lack peace, because they lack trust in God. You wonder why the people running around out there just going crazy? Because they don't have trust in God. They don't, they don't know there's a God, you know? So they're doing what their heart wants them to do, which they want it, but they don't know where. You think, brother, that they're happy because they stole the, what are they stealing? The expensive clothes and, brother, you think when they take it home, they say, oh, I am so satisfied, I'm never going to steal again. Do you think they think that? Come on, let's be honest. That hole in their heart is still there. They're seeking the wrong things. Don't let the world confuse you. Stop, it says there. Let not your heart be troubled, neither afraid. Brother, put your faith, your trust in God. Put your trust in God. That's what, that's what Jesus is telling these disciples. They were all scared, and oh my God, he said, no, no, no. Number one, you're saved. Number two, you got the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to move you to action, walk in the spirit. Galatians 5, 16, walk in the spirit and you will not satisfy the lust of the flesh, right? Let's go to uh, Galatians. I try to put these markers to help me find it faster and I still get them all messed up. But uh, in uh, Galatians 5, verse 16, One more page, one more page. Okay, it says, this say I then. He's talking to the Galatians. You know, they were kind of confused. There were some Jews telling them, hey, you got to have works with your, in order to be saved. And, and he said, no, no, no. Look, look at it, brothers. Look at it. You're going to serve God. You're saved. You're going to serve God. Brother, do you know that Enoch walked with God? It says Enoch walked with God and he was no more. Because he had trust. He had faith in God. He was the friend of God. Well, Paul's telling you the same thing. He said, you walk with the Spirit. You walk with the Spirit. Now, brother, is that easy? Walking in the Spirit? Is it easy? Come on, let's be honest. Is it easy? Brother, I'm on a diet. And there's some foods I love. And I take, I starve. The doctor goes, oh, good, you're losing weight. And I said, oh, I'm starving. You know? But, brother, it, that's how it is, a battle, you know, to walk with the Spirit. Brother, have your faith and put it to action. Walk with God. Do what he says. And he says, and you're not going to satisfy the flesh, your desire. Verse 17, for the flesh, lust is our battle against the Spirit, the war, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that ye cannot do the things that you would brother that is a battle we have you want to have peace you you battle you fight and walk with with God 
Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Could it be done? Yes, it could be done. Brother, they'll look at you and say, what happened? What's going on? You know, man, anybody else would have been mad and cursing and throwing rocks. But brother, not you. Why? Because there's a peace that comes from God. When I walk with the Spirit, when I trust in God, whether I understand it or not, I don't know. But you trust in God anyway. You want that peace? He said, it ain't like the world. The world peace is conditional. I can't see the time. What time is it? I got time, right? Oh, amen, amen. We guys better hang on. <laughs> but I, I, brother, I'm telling you, gee, what Jesus says is true. There is peace when you trust in God. You're going to walk through the fires. Don't be scared, he said. You won't be burned, book of Isaiah. He said, you're going to go through waters. Going to, you think you're going to drown. He says, but you're not. Brother, you've got to trust in God. Go through the fire. Go through the fire and trust it in God. And you're going to have a peace that passes understanding. Let's go to the book of uh, Philippians. Philippians. Oh, uh, we're going to see this in action. I hope you got them right. It might be Colossians, but let's go. Uh, there was two sisters that were having a, 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 a battle. Okay. Chapter 4. Church members. And, and this was the book of Philippians. And Peter said, not Peter, I'm sorry. Paul said, look, and you guys are my crown. You guys are my jewels. You guys are the people that I brag about. You know, I tell everybody about you guys, the way you guys are. But there was, a, there was, there was fighting going on in the church. Two sisters. There were, there, were, there were sisters that were strong in the Lord. But we're human. We got emotions. And once did or said something that offended the other. And they were mad. And the church had no peace. You know how it is. You get two prominent families get mad at each other. Right away, we start making divisions. Oh, hey, man, I like this guy. Oh, I don't like I'm going with this guy. And here we are, divisions, and there was problem in the church. And Paul says, look at man. <laughs> Number one, you're saved. You got the Holy Spirit. Now let's fight through this problem to bring peace. To bring peace, brother. Not what the world, but the peace of God. And he says in, in verse 2, I beseech. Uh, this is a tough one. Odious, and I beseech, or I beg, Centilli, the best I could pronounce it. Two girls, right? Two elderly women. That they be of the same mind in the Lord. Brother, now the same mind in the Lord is that God gave everything. He, held, he, didn't give, he um, unleashed all his love and, uh, uh, and all his grace for us. When he offered his son on the cross, he said, I beseech both these sisters in the Lord to give everything, you know, to the Lord. Not to one another, but to them. And I entreat you, or thee also, true 
fellow workers, or yoke fellows, but as fellow workers. Help those women which labor with me in the gospel. Brother, they were going to, they, he wanted it, the gospel to be preached. He didn't want no obstacles. They need to be loved, and they should be loved in helping one another because the enemy is out there, not in here. The enemy is out there. He, hate, he, he hates you with everything you got. But we got to help one another and love fellow workers, it says there in verse 3. And those uh, names are written in the book of life or who are saved. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord. And I say again, rejoice. You're going to have joy, peace, while there's turmoil. But you don't know, Junior. Man, have you seen a church divided where one family with you, you say, man, I like that family. It's bad about that family. And you're like, oh, man, but I like that family. And they're talking bad about each other. Oh, my God. You know, no peace. We have troubles. He said, no, look it. You trust in God. Rejoice in the Lord. Verse 5, okay, here's the formula. The formula, how we're going to do this. You say, oh, man, how you work this problem out? I'm going to give you the formula. Paul is going to give us the formula in verse 5. Let, my version says moderation is gentleness, right? Be known to all men. The Lord is near. The Lord is at hand. The Lord, God is near. Verse 6. Listen to me. You, you present. Problem. God is in control, right? God is in control. Verse 6, the word, be careful, or gentleness. Brother, or, um, or uh, um, uh, anxious, anxiety, problems, what, what I'm trying to get to, problems in your life. He said, do you have problems in your life? Be anxious for nothing or anxiety, have anxiety over things. He said, look it, man, you worrying about things is no bueno, no good. You want a solution? He says there, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Brother, you got problems? You pray to God. Trust, brother, you have to work through trust. And you're going to get your hands and your feet dirty. You pray to God. You trust in God. Prayer and supplications. Let your request and thanksgiving. Let your requests be known unto God. Verse 7. Here, here is the answer to your solution. Look, you got problems? You pray to God with all your heart. And the peace of God. Now it's different. No longer peace with God. This is the peace that Christ says, I want to give you in your life. He said the peace that comes from God, heavenly peace, a divine peace, which passes all understanding. Nobody's going to understand. Shall guard, keep watch in your heart where your emotions and your feelings are. Brother, the word of God is going to go in there. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you to discern, to understand. 
brother, that God is in control. It's not in your hands. You cannot kill the virus by shooting bullets. You cannot kill it by getting squeezing it with your hands. You trust in God, and he will take care of it. He's the one that's in control. Come what come up, come what may. God is in control. Passes understanding he will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. Verse 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report. If there be any vir virtue, brother, that's a term that's not even existing anymore, virtue. If there be any praise, think on these, brother, think on these things. You share the love of God. You work out, brother, by prayer, supplication, and then being obedient. Let your, verse 5, your moderation be known to God, to all men, that God is near. God is near. Brother, you got problems in your life. Is there things happening that you really can't put your finger on? You say, man, I just don't understand. I go to church, you know. I go to church. But, man, you know, I don't have this abundant life that God is talking about. You know, we, we, we sing hymns and, 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 you know, I sing my loudest. Oh, boy, you know, come on. But then I come out and I got problems. I don't understand that. Brother, God's going to give you problems for you to work through. And through your problems, you're going to shine, you know, the light of the world. Be why? Because you're a tough guy? No, because you trust God. Do you trust God?